0: Welcome back to the commercial real estate investor podcast. Today, we are sitting down with Payne Wright, our intern for the summer. Excited to dive into this conversation because we haven't had an interview like this on the show before, uh, talking about commercial real estate summer internships and how you got started in it. So first off, let's, let's go back. I mean, Payne, tell us a little bit about who you are. So everybody kind of gets an idea of your background.
1: Yeah. So I'm entering my senior year at the university of Tennessee right now. Um, I've been there since the spring of 2022. I originally transferred from Bryan College where I played golf down there um, for a year and a half. And really and truly, um, I never foresee foresaw commercial real estate as um, something I would get into. But um, I had a quick interest when I had um, an internship at Merrill Lynch and just kind of quickly figured out that that wasn't something that I really wanted to pursue when I graduated. And about February, March of this year, um, I went, I went on the hunt and both my uncles were in commercial real estate and it's kind of something that's always been playing in the back of my head that like, ah I might do this. I might not do this. Um, and that was probably one of the first things that I thought of when I wanted to switch and, um, I met and I got in contact with Chris Koch is the guy that, you know, and from there we hit it off, had a great interview with you, Phil and Brock and Jared and got the job and had a great summer with it.
0: So. Yeah. Shout out to Chris. Uh, if you're watching, man, appreciate the introduction. Um, do not take pain out on the golf course. If you're planning on betting any money, because he will take all of it. I am. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't golfed with him, to be honest with you. I'm not a big golfer, but uh, the guys on the team are. I know Brock and, and Phil both are are big uh, golfers as as you pretty much kind of have to be in the world of commercial real estate. And pain is really, really good. So, Payne, t- talk to us. So, what did you do with Merrill Lynch? I mean, because th- that sounds like a pretty good internship to kind of compare this to.
1: Yeah. So, I started there. Um, had an in- had an internship there through the summer of 2022, um, and worked there through May of 2023. And through my time there, um, I was on two different teams because that's how they they divide them up um, within that industry. And so. The teams consist of probably about four, five, six members, depending on what, um, clientele they, they can reach. Our team managed about, um, about half a billion dollars. Um, and then we had, I'd worked on another team that managed over a billion dollars. And so with that type of money, you need people that are well-rounded, well-competent. Obviously that's a given in that industry. Um, And with both those teams my roles were kind of the same was a lot of being on the phone just like it is in commercial real estate a lot of talking to clients just like it is in commercial real estate Um, and a lot of these things kind of overlapped Um, now on that side i focused more on the financial just planning financial portfolio analysis um, to get specific whereas in this type of setting you're you're more um, in tune with putting people in touch with one another. And that's kind of quickly what I went to realize is in a brokerage setting, your, your job is to get people in contact with another and where we come into play is helping you reach that goal. Um, and that looks like whatever it might be that you're wanting to do with a piece of property, an idea, um, a business you're wanting to open. And from there, um, I had a lot of experience at Merrill Lynch that gave me, um, a lot of great things that I already had in place here, um, they can get hit, hit the bat and hit the ground rolling with it. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right, man. I mean,
0: it's uh, a lot of commercial real estate is just connecting the right people and uh, making sure the deals come together. Talk to me about your first couple of weeks uh, jumping in with you know my team here at the Cobble mm. Group. What was your first impression? Um.
1: <laughs> You're welcome to share. I, I, we didn't
0: pre-plan any of these questions because I wanted to. I wanted to get an honest review.
1: Well, very first day, I meet Seth, and Seth is quite one, honestly one of the most interesting people I think I've ever met. Um, very hilarious guy. But I walk in, and I'm head the tone of Tux. I say Tux. <laughs> <suit> and <tie. laughs> yeah. And I walk in, see Seth in jeans, polo shirt. I'm like, hmm, okay, this is going to be a fun summer. <laughs> and I, Met Brock that day, about 10 minutes later, and Brock comes rolling in. Jeans, t-shirt, shoes. And I'm like, this is going to be a hell of a fun summer. <laughs> and, it's going to be a little bit different than Merrill Lynch. Yeah, a little bit different than Merrill Lynch. And I had a full day with Brock um, my very first day of him just kind of giving me an overview of what commercial real estate really is and what that encompasses and just the general idea of what... I should be looking for, um, and looking towards these next two months. And within that, um, we had about 9,000 different routes. And I walked out that day around four, just like brainwashed. And I'm sure. Like, Golly, this is a lot. This is a lot. This is a lot. And, but he painted a picture for me enough to where I was with him the majority of the summer. And each thing that he pointed out to me that specific day, if we didn't hit 90% of it, we hit 10% of it. It wasn't like unpromised truths or unpromised things that I was. he was telling me I was going to do that never got to be done. And that's quickly when I realized that about two or three weeks in, I was like, these guys are legit. These guys know what they're doing. These guys make stay true to their word. And these guys have fun while they're doing it. And that's the main thing. And I think the last thing the person wants to get into when they get into a business sense is – letting it be so stressful and realizing that, Oh, this is something that I thought I liked, but really, and truly I don't. And the atmosphere and the work environment that I was encompassed in this summer made it so fun to come in, whether I was here for two hours, whether I was here for six to seven hours. I mean, there wasn't a day that I walked in where I didn't laugh. Then it cut up, got work done. Promise you I got work done, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's just that atmosphere of, the hangout time where we got to have thirty minutes to forty five minutes of just pure, just guys being guys, dudes being dudes, and yeah. that's what I love so much about this work culture. And we got we 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 worked hard and we and we played hard, and I think that was just the whole whole thing of the summer with it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the biggest thing for us, right? I mean you're you're gonna make money in commercial real estate whether you're wearing a suit and tie or whether you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans, and You know that uh, when I first got started uh, with my own company back in 2018. So this is I'm already five years into the business at this point. I was still wearing button downs, and sometimes I was wearing a suit jacket and slacks. And you know, I I eventually realized like, you know my my clients don't dress like this. And I remember one day a client pointed it out because you know I'd, I'd been doing a whole bunch of stuff in East Nashville at this time. And, uh, a client pointed it out and was kind of making fun of me. She was like, yeah, look at you all dressed up. And I was like, man, that's, that's a pretty good point. I've never really thought about that, that, you know, I'm dressed up like a commercial real estate broker, not like somebody that, not like my clients. Right. And so that was kind of when, uh, everything started to change for me. And then when the pandemic hit, I was like, I'm never wearing a button down again, <laughs> just haven't done it. But yeah, it's it's fun, man. You know, we, we've been very intentional about building our, our environment because, you know, I've got to spend the majority of my life in that office. And if I'm going to do it, I'm going to have a good time doing it and, and surround myself with good people and um, and really enjoy it. Let's see. Uh, Junie is asking a question. How difficult is it to get into commercial real estate without a college degree? I've been finding it difficult to get my foot in the door with just work experience and a real estate license. Um, Junie, I would say it's, it's really not that difficult. I mean, I, you know, maybe I got lucky. Um, I dropped out of college after my freshman year um, at the University of Tennessee and, uh, you know, really haven't looked back since. Um, But, you know, maybe that's a a bit of a different experience from um, some other people. Uh, You know, I think that it all comes down to how much value are you providing um, to the company, right? I mean, that's why these commercial real estate internships are so important because, you know, next year, you know, hopefully Payne comes back to work with us. But if he doesn't, he'll have it on his resume for any other commercial real estate firm that he wants to go work with that he spent a summer with a group that, you know, was working on development, brokerage, property management, he got to see a little bit of it all. And, uh, you know, they're not gonna have to start from ground zero, um, talking him through that. So Payne, talk to us a little bit about what you worked on this summer,
1: what'd you get to kind of experience? I think one of the coolest projects that I got to be a part of was obviously peerless. Um, and I think it's a uh, wild one. Yeah, but dude, you can unwrap that thing with so many different routes. Um, but going down there, um, back in, back in July with Mike, um, it was an experience. I say it was an experience unlike any other, but like, you go to it and in this, in your, in your head, you got this thing, your idea of wrapped around. Oh, well, I've seen pictures and I've seen kind of what the guys have been talking about with it. But when you get down there, it's like a big giant tree house. Yeah. And, yeah that's a pretty good way to put it. And you makes, you want to take a couple of beers and some paintball guns and spend be, a weekend with some yeah, friends. It's like a call of duty map almost. Yeah. And so anyway, when you, when you go down there and you see it for the first time, it's, it's extremely overwhelming, but then you start getting to the meetings like we had every Wednesday with the brokers, and you start hearing ideas of, well, we can put this here, we can put this here, and they're, they're great things to think of, and obviously the hardest part is self-starting it to get it going and getting in contact with these people, and so I think that project alone, um, obviously it's got to be years and years of work to get it to where the ultimate goal is of it, but that, that alone was something that I had so much fun with building Excel sheets for calling people, um, getting just things organized for it. And hopefully getting a bowling ball going for it in, in somewhat direction. And I think that, um, and there was another group I worked with, um, uh, gosh, I can't even think of the name. We, what they were doing, it was, um, clients with Brock and we had spent a whole day um with them they had flown flown in from charleston south carolina um at least one guy did another guy lived down here with his friends and we just kind of drove around nashville the whole day <laughs> and i was like this is fun dude like you, it's it's freedom like that in the commercial real estate world that like it it all points to the fact you don't have to sit in the desk 24 yep. 7 and I'm the first to tell you I've, I've witnessed that, I've experienced that, and I'm not wired that way whatsoever. And I wanna be out and about, I wanna be doing things, I wanna be going places, and not be consumed to a computer and a desk for seven hours of a day. And that's one thing that I solely loved about this summer is that I could make my own schedule, I could, I say, do what I want, do what I want within the work experience, whether that's work at the office, work from home, um, work at a coffee shop somewhere, things like that, that I just loved. And, but going back to that group, we, we had drove around Nashville up to Hendersonville, Goodlitzville, Madison, drove through Franklin. Um, then it hit Brentwood, but just kind of outlaid for them what they were trying to look for and expect in the Nashville market. And my favorite part of that day is we hit Broadway up that night with them. <laughs> <laughs> and We had a blast down there. They were two great guys. Um, And one of them was an air force pilot. Now is flying commercially for United. Other ones, a, um, looking to go on a singer songwriter track, um, just making it in Nashville, like a bunch of other people. So those were awesome dudes to hang out with, had great ideas for what they were looking for. Um, but yeah, those two things I recall the most is having the most fun with this summer, um, and getting to do research for both of them because they were two completely separate ideas. But, they both encompass working with people, relationship building, and just getting to meet people's needs, whether and serve them wherever that's at. And those are three things that I love to do, no matter what the circumstance looks like. And to get to do it for um, work each and every day just made it even more special. Yeah, and you get to kind of flex that creativity
0: muscle that a lot of other jobs don't don't allow you to you know, really take advantage of. And, and that's what I love about commercial real estate too, is that you get to kind of make your own schedule, right? right? I mean, I, I've got some days where I'm n- don't even go to the office at all. And then I've got other days where I'm in the office all day. And most days are a blend of, you know, probably 60, 40, I'm out of the office. And uh, it's nice to, to get to go out and, you know, I mean, a lot of people think it's fun touring homes. Wait until you get to tour like abandoned commercial buildings. It's so much fun. I mean, you see some of the craziest stuff sometimes. Uh, I'll never forget the first time I walked around Peerless Mill and just thinking to myself, like, I don't even think that we've seen 20% of this property. You know, I mean, and now, of course, owning it, I've walked almost, I still haven't walked the whole thing, but I've walked almost the whole thing. And it's like a three to four hour journey. And so it's, it's really cool to just sit and think of, you know, what that could become and, um, you know, where we'll, we'll be in five years. You yeah. know? What, um, uh, what got you interested originally in commercial real estate? It's <sighs> a tough
1: question. I think
0: like, why not residential? Cause I get that mm-hmm. question. I get asked that a lot like how did you like why did you decide to go right into commercial and skip residential because I, I never did any residential real estate we've we've done i've built some townhomes and stuff like that but i never did any residential sales or anything
1: i think for me it was the dynamic of the experience that you're gonna get with commercial then you, that you don't go with residential i mean residents residential get to see a lot of nice homes a lot of nice places to work in but just like you get the nail on the head just a minute ago resident or commercial, you get to see practically anything and everything that obviously isn't residential and that can go from office space to retail space to medical. Sp- I mean anything you could possibly think of that is building and cemented to the floor. That's, that's what you're dealing with. And that opens the ground to so many different avenues you can go down. Um, and find your niche in it to what you work with best and what you don't work with best. Whereas residential, you've, you're kind of glued to one thing and one thing only, and that's obviously homes. And now people that are out there for residential, I mean, you could hit me on the head with a bat by saying that, but that's kind of what I foresee as residential. And not that you can't make a living in it cause you obviously can. There's plenty of su- successful people out there that do it. I have a really good friend of mine whose dad is phenomenal at it and a great businessman, great great man and just in general. Um but he um he's been it for a while. He started out in the trailer park um home business and then kind of grew that from uh and, and kind of grew that into a home business type business that and so um wa- watching kind of him do his thing versus me kind of doing my own research on my own and seeing that wow in a commercial you really can like I just said, go about a thousand different ways to figure out what you like in it and what you don't like in it, and that was kind of one thing Brock told me at the beginning um, of the internship. He was like, "Find your niche. Just find your niche and what you like to do." And obviously, like you got Phil, who's big in industrial. You've got Brock, who's big in office and um, retail, and um, it it's it's kind of avenues like that that they've been it they've been in it for enough. To realize hey i'm really good at this one thing why don't i just keep pursuing it and that's one thing that i'm trying to learn right now at an early age to figure out hey like i like dealing with deals like this i don't really like dealing with deals like this yep. and that's it's a good thing to learn at an early age in this career because first and foremost you're going to get more deals done doing what you like and second off, you're not going to be wasting your time fighting for something that's not going to get pushed through to the, to the end.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, there's so many shiny objects in commercial real estate. You can do office, retail, industrial, multifamily, hospitality, you know, assisted living, car washes. I mean, you name it. There's any number of routes that you can take. And then on that front too, you can do leasing. You can do sales. You Correct. can do tenant rep. Yep. You can do landlord rep. I mean, you you can really niche down as much as you want to or you can keep it as broad as you want to. But that's typically what I tell people when they're first getting into the business is try a little bit of everything. You know, you might, you might think that retail is really cool until you get into it. And you don't like dealing with the, uh, you know, all of the data that goes into every single company's site selection process. And maybe it's more industrial for you. Maybe you enjoy, you know, walking those buildings. I mean, there's uh, there's so many different things that you can do in this business. Payne, what, uh, what do you think you'll do next? I mean, now that you've got
1: the internship under your belt and you know, like what, what were your biggest takeaways from the summer? Um, obviously entering my senior year, that's first and foremost is to graduate, get my bachelor's degree in that. Um, but honestly, I, I had such a blast this summer that this is something that's going to be hot on my radar when I start looking for jobs in the fall or in the spring, um, whenever that door gets open. Um, and, um, I think not to not to not to consume myself my senior year by trying to just home in on like I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, and just kinda right. let it let, let it, it flow. Play, let it flow and let it play out how it needs to. Um, but most definitely this was an experience that um taught me a lot. Um I think the biggest thing I can take away from this is we were kind of talking about it yesterday, is going from a corporate setting to a non corporate setting and the ways that your days are structured like the biggest thing that this internship taught me especially in the commercial real estate sense is you've got to have discipline. If you're going to give if you're going to be given freedom in this industry, you've got to have discipline to sit your butt down and get to work and no matter if you're raking in things right now or you're not. And that was one thing I quickly had to pick up on was like, "Oh, well, I can work from home today or I can work out the office today and I would catch myself kind of twiddling on my phone for a little bit or walking away from my computer. Oh, I've been away from my computer for like an hour. And I'm like, I've, I've got to dial it in, I've got to dial it in. And it took me a couple weeks to realize that and really just discipline myself to, okay, if that means I go into the office for four hours and then leave and go home and do stuff, I gotta do that. And I'm kind of the type of person, I can't be, I can't be sitting in the same spot for, X amount of hours a day. I mean, I've got to be up and moving. and I've got to be doing my thing. And so after I kind of quickly got my schedule in that and figured out what was best for me and what wasn't best for me, that's when I got the majority of my stuff done. And there were days I was done by like two and there were days I was done by like six. Yeah. There were weekends that I did some work, there were weekends I didn't do some work. And so it's going to be, it's going to fluctuate it's going to be different every week. But from these two months I was here, um, and going to be working through the uh, fall and spring, um, it's all about finding finding the path and finding the disciplinary actions you can take to be successful in this. And because it, it is it is an industry where you've, you're like I said, you're given a lot of freedom and you're given a lot of freedom to work or not work. And obviously, if you don't work, you ain't making the money. And so, and obviously that's not the end-all, be-all goal of, of a job, but, in order to live and to thrive and survive, you've got to make money. And this is one of those where it's majority commission and you're hustling to make your paycheck. And yep. so that's, that's something that I love. And it's something that like I, I've given much thought towards if I want that, or if I don't want that early on in, in a career. And, but at the end of the day, commitment and discipline to something is something i think everybody needs and everybody no matter what circumstance you're in and especially in a situation like this you've you've got to figure that out pretty quick yeah at any level of
0: commercial real estate it all comes down to discipline because it's it's really sink or swim you know like my high school coach used to say i'm going to give you enough rope to run around and enough to hang yourself with so you know let's see what you do with it and and, uh, there's definitely certain personality types that flock towards that because, you know, the beauty of commercial real estate is you can make as much money as you want. Right. I mean, you could make a million dollars next year if you really wanted to. Um, now, I mean, you know, it's going to take you a while to build up to, to making that much money. Right. I mean, um, no matter what level of the industry you're in, but you have that ability, there's no cap on commercial real estate, but you could also make $0. Right. It depends on, on how much work you're willing to put into it. But you know, it's at every level of commercial real estate, it's entrepreneurial, right? I mean, really at the end of the day, whether you own the business or not, you, you're a 1099 contractor as a commercial real estate broker, which means you are running your own business. And so you kind of get to have that latitude to take vacations whenever you want, work whenever you want. But at the end of the day, it's your paycheck. That's going to be the only thing that's really hurting, right? Not, not the company really. Pain. What uh, What advice would you have for other people that are looking to get into commercial real estate internships?
1: Um, my mind wants to tell you to, to be open to it. Um, be open to just working and doing doing whatever you're given. But also to be a self starter in that because if you're not a self starter in, in any type of real estate business, good luck. Good luck doing it, um, and. Go say go. Um, really and truly, what, what I would really say is don't if you if you're given it if you're given a task, do it, obviously. But be that person that puts something on, that that works on something and takes the risk to put it in front of somebody else, say, hey, I've been working on this for a while, or be like, I worked on this. Let me let me see if you've let me get your going me get your intake on it. And that was a couple of things that I did early on in this one that I've been. That was advice I was handing out from other people. Um, but to to ultimately be a self starter in that and take the risk, take take the hit of and uh, of the. I think I'm losing my words right now. Take the risk and be willing to get the um, constructive feedback you need in that. Um, if it's good, if it's bad because ultimately you're gonna learn either way. And that, um, and that was quickly how I learned um, in this t- type of sense was bringing stuff to meetings or inputting myself in the meetings or bringing stuff to brought, bringing stuff to fill early on and saying, hey, will this work, will this not work? Um, and not just simply doing things that I was told to do. Um, that's great, but that's making you a C average person. I think in order to be an A average person, you go above and beyond what you're told to do, because that I think that's how success is made in any type of business. And a C level at best is doing what you're told to do. And any internship, and in any job, in any given situation, when you're only doing what you're told to do, you're you're gonna get by by the skin of your teeth. And when you're not doing, if you're doing what you're told to do and doing stuff on the side to further yourself in that. I think that's where you're going to find the most growth and the most learning opportunity in that to um, ultimately steer yourself where you're supposed to be at.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, you know, most commercial real estate, you know, professionals, whether it's brokerage, management, development, investment, doesn't matter. They're running in a million miles an hour. And the biggest issue that a lot of people have with bringing on people that are new to the industry, you know, obviously somebody that's seeking an internship is probably new to the industry is you know, I'm going to, you're basically going to be a weight because now I'm going to have to teach you how to do all this stuff before you can go do it. I don't have time to slow down, but if you're a self-starter, it doesn't matter. And that was one of the biggest reasons why we brought Payne on this summer because we knew, okay, he can integrate fairly quickly and he can just ride along and, and see how the business is done and, you know, pick it up from there and make it easy on us. And that's, that's, that's the key is like, how can you make it easier on the people that you're working for instead of a burden? uh, as a new employee, you know, what books can you read? How can you familiar yourself with the terminology of commercial real estate? How can you familiarize yourself with the processes of how things were done before you even go and do that? You know, I get asked a lot, you know, I'm trying to get into commercial real estate brokerage. Should I go ahead and take my CCIM or should I do this or that? And the other, I think the answer is yes, you should do it all. Go get your real estate license before you know where you're going to hang it. Go take those commercial real estate classes, go read all the books, do the internships, do everything you can. If this is really what you want, it, it will pay for itself, right? I mean, it, it takes three to five years to ramp up in commercial real estate. That's been true for just about everybody that I've ever spoken to in this industry. And so, you know, sacrificing one to two years for, you know, 10, 20, 30 plus years of a career um, that will pay dividends uh, is definitely worth it. Well, Payne, if anybody wants to uh, follow your golf swing, mm-hmm. where should they reach out?
1: I don't have any social media. I so can't, can't do that. Um, that made it hard when we were interviewing him, by the way, we were like, you
0: don't have an online presence. I don't know that you're a real person. Yeah.
1: I can't, can't do that. Um, if you get in contact with me somehow via phone, I'm not probably not going to give that over the air right now. Um, but yeah, I've got plenty of contacts out there that know who I am or I know who they are. And if you run into them, mention my name, um they'll probably tell you something good or something bad so i don't know there we go Payne. appreciate you coming on man
0: and talking through uh, commercial real estate For internships sure. with us i appreciate you guys joining us uh, let us know if you have any co- uh, questions or comments on commercial real estate internships in the comment section below and we'll see you guys next time this episode of the commercial real estate investor podcast is brought to you by cre launch pro This online commercial real estate program is designed to take you from beginner to pro commercial real estate investor with access to all of my courses, our online community and monthly group coaching calls. Learn how to confidently buy your first commercial property today at www.crelaunchpro.com.